The best and brightest physicians choose to work at Boston Medical Center. And now it's time to hear what they're saying. This is Boston Med Talks. Here's Melanie Cole. Many people have experienced losing their voice at some point. We all have. But if you have a voice change that lasts for a while, you may need to consider seeing a specialist that can help you and see if there's a voice disorder present. My guest today is Dr. Lauren Tracy. She is board-certified otolaryngologist, fellowship-trained laryngologist, and she specializes in voice care at Boston Medical Center. Dr. Tracy, since you're new to Boston Medical Center, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to BMC. Thank you for having me today. Um, I did my residency training down in uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and then I did my fellowship at Massachusetts General Hospital last year in laryngeal surgery. And while I was there, I was looking for jobs within the Boston area, um, in part because my husband is also a head and neck uh, cancer surgeon. And Boston Medical Center really attracted me because it has an incredibly rich history of laryngology. Many say that laryngology maybe, you know, within the U.S. really started or took off at Boston Medical Center. This is the place where we first started using lasers within the larynx to help cure uh, laryngeal cancer. Um, So that was really um, attractive to me, obviously, to be part of that institution. Well, I certainly would agree with you. Boston Medical Center is an amazing place, and we do so many great podcasts for them. So so welcome. I'm so glad that you're here on with us today. So let's talk about our voices. What is a voice disorder? Are there different types? What goes on with our vocal cords? Oh, so there are many different types of um, voice disorders. You know, it does not just have to be what we think as being hoarse. Um, if, you know, any problem that you're experiencing when you're trying to speak, and that includes having your throat just feeling raw or achy or strained when you're trying to speak or sing, or if you have increased effort while speaking, even if the clarity of the voice remains the same. Um, If you're repeatedly clearing your throat, um, or uh, or if your voice just sounds deeper or abnormal, those are all signs of a voice disorder. And a voice disorder usually just that belies that there's something going on within the vocal cords, which is just as varied as the problems that I just uh, reviewed. Well, as someone who talks for a living, what are some of the most common professions that are more likely to encounter voice issues? Who's at risk for voice disorders? Well, frankly, anyone is at risk for a voice disorder. So every time we speak, um, you know, men, their vocal cords hit around 140 times a second, and women, their vocal cords hit around 240 times a second. And how loud you are is how hard they hit together. Um, So anyone who uses their voice any day is potentially at risk. But going with that, those people who are what we call professional voice users are at a higher risk of encountering a voice disorder. Um, But that doesn't necessarily mean just singers or radio um, people. It also, you know, that includes lawyers, teachers, teachers. coaches at the gym, um, anyone who uses their voice every day, salespeople. Um, so basically anyone is at risk is the take-home message. Do we know what's causing this? If somebody is a, is a constant talker or a singer, or as you say, a lawyer, a teacher, what is the cause of a vocal cord disorder? Well, so again, the um, one of the most common um, things that I see that causes hoarseness. It's actually vocal overuse or vocal misuse. Um, So that can happen just from poor diaphragmatic support, you know, pushing air too forcefully, 
um, poor posturing or poor utilization of the neck muscles that help all the, help the vocal cords move. Um, but sometimes it can just be bad luck. You know, there are thousands of performers out there using their vocal cords to their extreme every day and who don't encounter um, difficulties with their voice. Then how is something diagnosed? You and I spoke a little bit off the air about diagnosis. So how do you, if someone has this hoarseness or tightness or they're clearing their throat, all these symptoms that you've described, what is the diagnosis like? And are you looking for nodules? What are you looking for when you diagnose somebody with a vocal cord disorder? So um, our academy recommends that if anyone has had a voice problem for more than four weeks, that they should um, have a laryngologist or an otolaryngologist evaluate their vocal cords. Uh, Most patients come to me just when they have a change in voice, they want to know if they have cancer or not. And so I'm able to either reassure them that they don't or, you know, help guide them to the appropriate care that they need. Um, The way that I can look at a vocal, the way I look at your vocal cords is actually um, with a camera called a flexible laryngoscope. And that is basically a skinny camera about the size of a thick piece of spaghetti that I uh, put through the nose and I'm able to bypass the gag reflex and directly visualize your vocal cords and how they move together and how they vibrate. And we're fortunate at Boston Medical Center to have screens where for those interested patients, they can also take a look at their vocal cords and it really helps to point out all of the anatomy and help patients, you know, see what's going on and that helps them, you know, better understand the care that we're able to provide them. I'm definitely one of those people that likes to see it on the screen and see what you're doing in real time, which is absolutely very cool. So what is treatment like? Pick one of the disorders you see most commonly, Dr. Tracy, and speak about treatment. People right away go, oh, I don't want to have surgery. But there's actually kind of vocal cord physical therapy in a way, isn't there? Oh, there is, and it's incredible. So one of the more common things that I see Um, again, from coming more of the vocal overuse and vocal misuse, would be vocal cord nodules. And those are essentially calluses that occur on the vocal cords. And in order for the vocal cords to function well, they need to be soft and slippery and vibrate together. But when they get these rough calluses, you can hear that essentially in in someone's rough voice. Um, But the mainstay of most of our vocal cord problems it's actually what we call voice therapy. And we, again, are fortunate at Boston Medical Center to work with a number of incredibly talented um, speech and language pathologists, some who specialize in voice care, some who specialize in singing voice, some who specialize in breathing and swallowing. Um, so for the majority of my patients, I need to see them in order to confirm or see that there you know, is or not a malignant process going on. But many of them are able to be just achieved much better voices by working with our voice therapist. What's that like? What is vocal therapy like? um, So I am not a voice therapist, so I think they would be the best people to explain. But, you know, um, some techniques they do is they do a lot of neck massage to help release some of the tension and tightness in the neck that a lot of people experience as they're trying to compensate for the roughness of their vocal cords. Um, but they teach them how to use better breath support, how to have better posture while they're speaking, and how to project and basically use their voice efficiently. It's really very similar to you know a, a running coach if you're running a marathon. Well, I'm, I'm trying all of those things right now, Dr. Tracy, as you're saying that. Now, what about medical intervention? Can voice issues be caused by things like reflux or 
even COPD or any of these other things, can they affect your voice? They certainly all can. Um, reflux can cause a lot of swelling in the back of the um, back of the airway and cause you to kind of start to misuse your vocal cords. And with COPD, um, you actually have decreased breath support, so you're not able to push all of the air through the vocal cords to have a loud, robust voice. Um, and again, as COPD is commonly caused by smoking, you know, all smoking creates a risk of their, of developing cancer on the vocal cords, as well as other pre-cancerous lesions on the vocal cords. That's pretty scary to have something like that. And so, Dr. Tracy, speak about what you would do. I mean, are there is there medication or does do you ever discuss surgery? What does that look like? Um, in terms of vocal cord cancer, so obviously the word cancer is an incredibly scary word. Um, the kind of good news is that vocal cord cancer, um, while it's rare, it's only 1% to 2% of cancers within the United States, and there's only about 10,000 um, new diagnoses each year, um, because it often presents with a hoarse voice, we're able to catch it relatively quickly. And when we do catch it quickly, it has very good survival outcomes in the 95 uh, to 90 to 95 percentile. Um, and there are a number of options that are available. Um, we have, again, I mentioned at Boston Medical Center, we invented the, using the laser and the larynx. So we have different lasers carbon dioxide laser, as well as a KTP laser that we can use to remove cancer off the vocal cords. And then there's radiation therapy that's available as well for certain types of cancers. So there are treatment options available, and it's a, a relatively good outcome with these. And the main thing is to be vigilant and get the diagnosis early. Then wrap it up for us with your best advice about when it's time to see an otolaryngologist, you know, or a laryngologist, when you feel that that the symptoms are enough, that you need to go see somebody, and what you want people to know about really keeping a healthy voice and taking care if they've been told they have nodules. Just wrap it all up for us and give your best advice. So my, um, my best advice is to, if you are experiencing voice problems for greater than four weeks, you should come see a laryngologist. Or if you are someone who relies heavily on their voice and you're experiencing any voice concerns for any period of time, we are more than happy to see you and help you because we understand if you rely on your voice, then you need that to be functioning. Um, and, it, you know, in terms of keeping your voice healthy, um, the main thing is to not abuse your voice. Um, try to avoid yelling or speaking loudly in noisy areas. And if that is something that you have to do, consider using amplification. And especially in this winter time when people are prone to upper respiratory infections, you know, try and spare your voice as much as you can. And certainly um, in this dry winter, we either have dry cold or dry heat, consider using a humidifier and try and stay hydrated to um, optimize your overall vocal health. It's absolutely wonderful information. And thank you so much, Dr. Tracy for coming on with us today and, and really clearing that up, you know, explaining it all so well and sharing your expertise. For people like me, this is such great information. So thank you again. Welcome to Boston Medical Center. And it was such a pleasure to have you with us. This is Boston Med Talks with Boston Medical Center. For more information, you can go to bmc.org. That's bmc.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.